Hello! And welcome to the Champagne... Wait, one, two, three. Champagne, Champagne Room Secrets Podcast. What the fuck is I don't know if this is shameful, but if you have a small dick, have a good personality. Filling the champagne. Your wife died? Here, have a titty. It's not a sex podcast, but it is a stripper. You can grind your clit on a guy's hard dick and come. But you've never made someone come in their pants, right? I'm Candy. I'm Jade. Your friendly neighborhood whores here walking through the ins and outs of the strip club and sex work industry. Uncensored. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I am in Bikini Bottom. I'm doubly excited because you're here and we get to hang out, but also because I have a good story for you that I've been waiting to tell you. Oh my goodness. Jade texted me, what was it, five <laughs> days ago? Four days ago? No! It was it was Tuesday, so today's Friday. Today's, I'm like, what? I don't even know. What Today, we're it? recording on a Friday, and I texted you on Tuesday, which is the last shift that I worked oh, before you gotcha. came here. Okay. Um, you've teased this story. <laughs> I've been on the edge of my seat. I thought the story you dropped last week was gonna be like <laughs> the big bombshell of the season, well, but it turns out it was. Dude, that was a slow shift. Like, I didn't... I almost broke $200, which is not the worst. Uh, yeah. Um, But it, it started out slow. It ended slow. And I kind of texted you, like, I'm about to do something for the content. Yes! Okay, no, I remember. <laughs> okay. Anyway, before we get into it, two things. Okay. One, you're in Bikini Bottom. We're going to work tonight, tomorrow. Yes. Together. So Friday, Saturday, we have a holiday party for the club very wholesome that we're gonna go to we're gonna sing carols <laughs> we're, to gonna, the needy. we're gonna read the bible we're gonna sing some carols we're gonna write letters to santa it's gonna be great the church ladies are gonna be there kind of like directly oh my god what if they were actually there though they will not no I it's know. not gonna be so it's a com- it's a holiday party like only employees are invited except for some like high rolling like big money spenders i guess they're invited too I just have never had a good experience with a quote high roller end quote because those people are very picky. It seems like who they yeah. hang out with, and they never tip. I've never had it like majorly rain on me and stage unless I make friends with a big group and they like want to come support me. But it's like I don't feel like any big spender at a club has like supported me, even at the Sparrow. I kind of get a little bit their hesitation because. They are going to, like, if they were so nice to everyone, they would get swarmed, right? I understand. Like, I can understand that that's not, like, a great experience. But some high, like, some big spenders are good to the girls that they are, like, loyal with. And I think I told this story about taking a shot one time. Mm-hmm. Because, like, so that guy's going to be there. He's, like, he comes in. He tips really well. He tipped me, like, $300 on stage. But I was brought to that table by a dancer like a more veteran dancer yeah like introduced me and then the next time he came back i was kind of like it'd been a while so i was like i don't know if he's gonna like recognize me but he loved me like he was like oh my god you're so pretty and we're both mexican speaking spanish so it's like i could totally go up there and like schmooze but another girl was like no you kind of have to be like brought in like he doesn't like it when girls just like show up yeah and then, yeah, he, Ugh, his friends did tip me, but have. not, like, $300. Right. Maybe, like, almost 100 But Yeah, it's not, I think it's great that, like, at least some dancers are making money. I guess I'm just kind of dubious, because, like, I have never been to a holiday party. And I used to work, I mean, okay, so I, 
I've worked in business, so I've been to like actual legit company parties. I've like dated people who work in like tech, so I've been to their holiday holiday parties. I've also been a party performer. I used to do a lot of like immersive greeting kind of cute girl entertainment at parties like not stripping like i'm no like, but I'm you like have a... some weird like <laughs> your jobs y'all <laughs> you like dress up like an like a elf princess multiple or something. times a snow queen an elf an elf queen a snow do you, did you really dress up as an elf yeah i just said that i, I dressed up like an elf and it, i went to i didn't i didn't have ears though but i did i was at a mall and we were like uh there was like a santa there was like an elf and or maybe i was a fairy because i had wings i was a fairy okay i was a christmas fairy it was so uh, talk talk about being objectified and dehumanized like... right because you were like a prop right yeah. i don't know that's why it's so funny people are like oh don't you feel whatever i'm like you have no idea what i've seen because you had been like champagne girl which means that you dress up in a suit with like little champagne flutes yeah so it. a champagne skirt there are some like event booking companies they'll book out this job called like a champagne skirt modeling essentially and so it's like imagine a hoop skirt but it's made of metal so it's like a metal cage kind of and then there's little ringlets on it that hold champagne flutes and so basically i will be in the center of this like hoop skirt cage thing dressed up really cute it'll be dressed up there's usually lights on it and like bows and like it's styled to the event and then i'm in there sometimes i walk around it does have wheels but it is hard because like when <laughs> when it's full of full like and I've had people crash into me and, like, break champagne glasses or, like, spill on me. Dude, that's dangerous as glass. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I guarantee. I think I, I think for that, I've made, like, $100 an hour, which is, like, fine if you're doing a few hours. But I'm, like, I don't know if I travel an hour, work an hour, travel back. I usually get money for travel, too. And if I was, like, my own, because usually I'd have, like, a handler for the event. So somebody came with me, they get me in the cage, they transport the cage. I just show up as, like, the talent. So if I I did like that all myself, I get more money. But I don't know, dude. It's like it's so shitty and like because got like gross guys say shit to you, but it's like I can't say shit back, you know? Right. It's not like at the club where you can no be like, like, oh, you objectified me. Give me a ten twenty dollars. Right. I can't ask for money. I can't. I can't even have any of the champagne. So I what the one fucking time. I'm sorry. I, this is such a this is such a tangent. The one time I took a sip of champagne, it's because I worked a gig. It was at um a city hall location. It was. It was, like, really crazy. It was, like, some, like, street extravagant kind of, like, venue hall thing. And I had to be in character. We were giving characters. And we had to, talk, like, actively talk to people, like, in character, which I was not thrilled about. I'm, like, what was your character? Your champagne girl? They just really wanted us. Yeah, they just really wanted us to, like, come up with something and ask, like, really specific questions. They really wanted to be, like, whimsical and immersive. Okay. Which is fine it's not really my thing if i'm dressed up all pretty and i'm like just doing the pretty girl thing i'd rather just smile and be like here you go like enjoy and people take photos with me and like that's fine but i was talking so much and i was so thirsty i never watch i didn't know what time and that thing i never know what time it is i never know my shifts over and so i was so thirsty i took like one sip and they were like do not drink like they were like do not drink anything and i it's kind of like a thing i know when i work gigs like this but they specifically and then Literally, like, I was so thirsty. My mouth was so dry. I took one little sip as my, like, event manager was walking up. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And She's you like, take a little sip did and you just drink? Bag in the skirt. No, because I held a glass the whole time <laughs> oh, okay. as a prop. So I would hold a glass and then I'd give one to something else and I would cheers with them. Mm. So it's like a whole thing that I did. And then, of course, she catches me. I'm like, I swear I was not drinking. I was so thirsty. I had no idea when. But I was so annoying. I'm like, I went the whole time. Like, I honestly, I needed to, like 
lubricate my throat not to like sound weird what's that talking about holiday okay so we got into that holiday parties tangent basically i think it's pretty weird that they're having customers come in like i feel like yeah not working but we kind of are well i mean i'm i'm gonna ignore them yeah i'm just gonna get drunk with my friends um because i it is the first i've been to holiday parties because i worked in an office this is the first time i've have a holiday party that i actually want to drink with these people I'm like, yeah last time that like when i was working at a like research at a university they had a holiday party and like i just was like mad that i would have to spend extra time right. unpaid with these people right. i was like so pissed and just like ugh, i have to go and this time i'm like yeah this kind of sounds fun yeah and, like i think it'll be a good time i think we we can choose to ignore these people the thing is, like, it it's, like, close to the public, so people can't bring their partners, which yeah. is annoying, but then these people get to come in, but, you know, it's it's a club industry, money's gonna talk. More. And get this, you only get the first two drinks for free, and then half off. I'm sorry, I, I get it, Um, Jade earlier was like, oh, because people will just, like, drink too much, because, like, everyone in this industry is an alcoholic, pretty much. Literally. At least, people, like, 90% of people. People can, <laughs> yeah, they'll drink the club under the table, like. Yeah, yeah. I... It'll Still. have to declare bankruptcy. If- but, like, you could do, like, a batch cocktail, like, low ABV, like, or just do wine. I don't know. It's, like, there are other things. Like, I just feel like it's really shitty to just be, like, you could have two drinks and that's it. And, like, are those two well drinks? Because I'm not drinking well. Uh, yeah, they probably will be. That's disgusting. Like, no. I that's why I'm, like, well, if there's guys there, like, I'd rather have them pay for our drinks. Very few guys. Right. Maybe we can get, like, DJ's please ball to buy his drinks. I wonder if he's gonna bring his wife. He's definitely not bringing his wife. <laughs> Can you imagine? He slept with like half of the dancers there. <laughs> bringing his wife. I don't know. Well, okay, I didn't tell you this, but there's this woman who dances at the club that I really like. She's Colombian. And she's like almost 50. Um, but she's really cool. She makes hella money. Oh, bless. Well, let's call her Sofia because you always picture Sofia Vergara anyways. And you said she was Colombian. And Sofia yeah, Vergara Colombian. is yeah. Colombian. And she sounds exactly like her. She just, she looks nothing like her. But, but I just, I didn't want to like stereotype her. But <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. because you mentioned the Colombian thing and yeah, it's yeah. like the way you're talking about her, I'm like, I feel like I just picture Sofia Vergara in my head. And you know, she was working a Sunday for the first time, which DJ Sleazeball does not work those days. Yeah. Um, it's another DJ who opens up for DJ Sleazeball on the weekends. Yeah. And she was like, oh, it's like the other DJ not going to be here. And I was like, no, um, not on Sunday. She goes, oh, I really like him. He's so nice. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, I would be careful with him. He's like, you know, like he's he'll 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 throw it out there. You know, he'll put it down. See yeah. if you pick it up. And she was like, oh, I don't think so. Like he gave me a ride home the other day. <gasps> and I was like. Uh-huh. Like, she stays at an Airbnb like, yeah. when she's here because she's not from oh, Bikini Bottom. Oh, she's not local. She's not from Bikini No, she actually oh. works um in a club that in the city that we used to live in. Really? Yeah. Oh! And she works there on the weekdays and yeah. then works in Bikini Bottom on the weekends. And I was like, oh! And, like, he didn't try and, like, get with you because... So she and I speak Spanish to each other, yeah. and DJ sleeps with us. I was like, that is so hot, like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, And he was like, one time both of us were talking, and then she walked away, and he goes, do you guys want to have a threesome? And I just laughed. I'm like, you're... 
Uh, she laughed, actually. She heard, and then she was like, oh, you're so silly, and then walked away, and, and he was like, I'm not joking. And I was like, I know you're not, idiot. <laughs> but then she was like, no, he, I, my Uber was taking a long time, and he offered to drive me home, and he told me about his wife. She used to be a dancer. <gasps> oh, my God, the tea! And I was like, he told you about his wife? Because, like, I didn't know about his wife when we hooked up. Like, yeah. I had to find out from another dancer who it also fucked him right without knowing that he had a wife did he like friend zone sophia kind of. <laughs> by talking about well so and life? then i was like really and she's like yeah he like we went to get gas and, and then he dropped me off and he was like very nice and i was like that sounds nothing like dj sleazeball Whoa. his name is sleazeball people sleazeball for a reason and i was like huh and then i told our friend charlie and she was like she was probably lying what? She Sophia? Was, she thought Sophia was lying? Yeah, Charlie was like, oh, she fucked him and then lied about it. <laughs> and I was like, what? she wouldn't do that. You think? I mean, I've no, I've she's never met th- this woman. I, you know what? I think she's too much of a veteran to fuck the DJ. That is my thought. Yes. Because she was like, she's not going to tell people that she She makes money. She's, I don't, yeah, I just don't know. I, I'm, I'm not like assuming about anything about her work, but it's like, I just don't think she would fuck someone at work. I think she's too smart for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, calling myself an idiot, but it's true. And you're young, but she's so cool. I would love to have her on the podcast. She seems like a busy woman. You know, she has two kids. She travels. Like that would be it. A... Might be hard to pin down. Yeah, but she has an amazing story, and she also like loves giving me advice. She kind of sees me as like little sister. That's she's so like, cute. She's like, I told her I had a boyfriend. She's like, you should not have a boyfriend right now. Like you should be making money, and then by the by the time when you, if you do want to get married, because I was, I was like, I do want to get married. I want to have kids. She's like, when you, does that happen? Like, you have your own bank account. Yeah. Your husband never knows how much money you have because she's been divorced she's twice. And burned. Both, yeah. Both times they like took a bunch because she Ugh. like makes money. Poor thing. I know. And she was like, do you think I wanted to be dancing at 50? Like, no, it was like this fucking divorce. I fell in love with this like beautiful German mo- boy and like blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, she loves talking to me. So like, I feel like we could get her. I would love that because, wait, so how long has she been in the industry? A while, maybe like around 20 years. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just like to get the evolution of stripping because, and I'm not even an uh, an expert, but I've watched a lot of like older burlesque documentaries and that Mm. like was the strip club. Mm -hmm. But at some point it kind of transitioned from like that. And I want to say it was like 80s, 90s. That it kind of transitioned to, like, started to, like, what it is now? I think she started, like, 2000, though. But still, I think that would be really interesting to hear about. Wait, no, she actually started... Damn, we'll have to talk to her. Yeah. But, but like, she might know people, even. And she's cool. Like, her story's, like, from a movie. She, like, got, like, basically plucked off the street. Not that she was, like, on the street, but she was, like, not auditioning for a job. Wow. She was just, like, standing close to the club, and the bouncer was like, oh, are you here for auditions? And she was like, huh? You know, and, like, her story's just, like, really cool. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that'd be really, really cool to talk to her. But anyways. Anyways, okay. Oh, this is enough So that was that was thing one before we got into it. Thing two is I have an update on full dick and balls. Okay. Because... I have a big ass mouth. I was telling everybody about full digging balls. Anyone who would listen, I would yeah. tell them. <laughs> Part of it is like, uh, I have something to tell people. Two is like, I kind of want people to be like warned. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, 
I, like I said last time, like, I don't want to do rooms with him anymore. Then I was telling this girl about it, and she's like, oh my god, I know who you're talking about. He he just got in trouble. <gasps> and I'm like, what? He, he got in trouble? He took out his full dick and balls <gasps> at the bar. <gasps> <laughs> no! Stop! Like, he just had them out at he, and then, like, that, they did have to tell him to leave. Was like, he, like, super drunk? Yeah. Wait a Okay, hold on. Okay. So the bar... So he's it's just the, the bar. bar. Yeah, yeah. And he's, is he, like, talking to a girl? Yeah, probably. I, I didn't see it happen, but she was like, oh, yeah, she, he got in trouble. He got kicked out. And I'm like, what? Because he took out his full dick and balls while sitting at the bar. Oh? Like, in the place what? that he always sits. And I had seen him earlier that day, and he was, like, pretty drunk. He wasn't even sitting at his, like, favorite, like, you know, his seat. Oh, my God. He's just a perv. He's just a, a flasher. And um, you said you spoke to one of the DJs. I'm going to call him Babyface. Oh, is that what we call him before? No, I just okay, made it up right yeah, now. Yeah, and then he actually said he's seen this guy do stuff, too, right? He didn't say specifically this guy. He said, oh, okay. He said, Oh, because I like mentioned, I was like, do you know about, do you know about Dick and Balls? <laughs> do you know about Full Dick and I literally said, do you know about Full Dick and Balls? And he was like, <laughs> he was like, uh, yeah. And I was like, like, okay. And he's yeah. like, oh, like so-and-so who works where the cameras are at. He sees guys fucking all the time. And I was like, bang. Do you think they're being like paid off? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, why wouldn't you get paid off? Like, that's true. if that's your job. And I like, wonder, like, who's, like, the highest level that knows about this stuff? It can't be Eric, right? It has to be Eric. You he's, think he's so? He's in there. He's in the... Ca- in the... In the... Yeah, place, the, the control room. The, the control, money room. Yeah, yeah. He is there with all the cameras. Oh, my God. I He, he 100% knows. Oh, my God. I want to know. My, my goal I for... I want to know. <laughs> can you show me? <laughs> Sorry, I've been really into Phil Collins' Stars and Soundtrack lately. Listen, <laughs> Phil Collins, he did one when he came out. No one cared about Tarzan until Phil Collins decided to make the most banger soundtrack ever. He went so hard. He went so hard. I can't like, listen to You'll Be In My Heart without fully weeping. Yeah. You know me, I never cry. That song makes me want to cry. I'm like, it's like, it's like a... It's like it hits something in your soul. Well, you know what? Like when I was little and we would watch Tarzan, my mom said that that song was how she felt about me. <gasps> You'll be in my heart. And that's how, every time I hear it, I just start crying and then I think about my mom. It's Tarzan's a hard one for me because I have this thing where I'm generally more empathetic towards animals than I am humans. Yeah. And like. Oh, he beats the gorilla. Yeah. It's just like, well, they're going after the gorillas and like he's like a human, but he's like raised, like he's abandoned and raised by them. It's like. And he has to, like, make a decision. I don't know. It's just they, so... He chooses the jungle, though. Honestly, I haven't seen Tarzan in so long. Mm, yeah. See, at the end... <gasps> Wait, do you want to know a really funny Tarzan tangent really quick? <laughs> yeah. I swear it's so fast. <laughs> okay, so I was watching TikTok with Billy Bob because we like to relax and I was watching TikTok together. And there's this TikTok of this old Tarzan toy from, like, 99. And it was discontinued. And you click a little button on its oh, back. Oh, no. Its arm, its forearm, and its hand go up and down really fast. And so you can click it. So it's a jack-off. It option. looks kind of like it's jacking off. And I'm looking at this doll, and I'm like, I am getting, and it makes a noise. It makes a, <laughs> you know? And No, I don't know. So do it again. <laughs> and so I'm like, I think I owned this. <laughs> and so I sent the TikTok to my brother. And I was like, 
brother. I don't have a name for him. Sibling. I was like, brethren. I'm like, did we have this toy? He's like, ooh, that looks familiar. I don't know. Let me ask because he's living with my mom right now. And so he asked my mom and he's like, mom said we a hundred, like a thousand percent had that toy. So, so I funny. owned the jacking off Tarzan toy. Listen, when you had, I had so many Barbies and Bratz dolls that when you had like one male doll, he had to like yeah. step it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's to... like Hugh Hefner. Like... <laughs> In charge of a lot of ladies. Because we, I like stole one of my cousins like G.I. Joe's and he just became like the one man yeah. in the whole community. I, I mean, at that point, I feel like he is like, he's like the sex slave. Like he's subjugated. <laughs> the women are calling the shots. He is like, just... and he has to perform all the different roles, like servant, boyfriend, you know, king. My mom would not let me get a brat stall, and it was like, uh, so I know that I just ooh. still turn out a whore. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I felt so bad. So when I would go to, they dress house, like whores, which I loved. Yeah, no, I love them so. Oh my much. god, my favorite one was Jade. That's why I suggested the name Jade. I thought it was because no, I thought it was because of my other. No, name. right, right, right. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even think about that until you had brought it up a few episodes ago or whatever. I said Jade because of oh, the, the brat. It's your favorite brat. Yes, yeah, it's my favorite brat. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait, that actually works for <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Anyways. Okay, okay, okay. No more sidetrack. We're getting into the meat and potatoes 21 minutes in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to, if I should start with just like what it, what it was. I essentially like blue balls right now for this gossip i know what the men feel like at the club now okay do you remember spank man yes spank man for the listeners is some guy he was paying ten dollars for a girl to spank him yeah okay yeah so he came into the club mm-hmm. <laughs> so he came into the club and i looked at him and it was so slow all the girls were just like talking to each other um and i saw him and i was like i'm pretty sure that's a guy who likes to get spanked yeah and so one of our friends, uh, let's call her Katrina. Okay. She goes up to this guy, sits down and talks with him for a while. And then she gets up and leaves. And I'm like, okay, I guess like, I'll try it. Yeah. So I go up and talk to him and I get to know him. Okay. And he's like fucking weird. Like, Ooh, okay. so I think there's some developmental issues mm-hmm. um but he introduces himself as doc because he's a doctor okay he's a, he's not a doctor oh but he's he gives me his card which i have i took pictures of as well and it says like doc his name uh-huh. but he i guess he runs like a a bible group what so he's very religious very very religious and then he just starts rambling and rambling and rambling about how much he loves the Bible and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then he starts saying, you know, like, he wants to have a girlfriend. And I'm like, oh, well, what are... He wants to have a wife. I'm sorry. Okay. And I'm like, oh, well, what are you looking for in a wife? Someone who loves the Bible, someone who's Christian, you know? And then he starts, like, rambling. And he's, like... He starts talking about, like, how gay people make a mockery out of <gasps> marriage. Like, it's an abomination. Oh all that God. horrible things. And then she start, he starts saying, you know, like... And then, obviously, someone who can't have sex because I can't have sex. Like, he doesn't specify why. But he's like, you know, and I think it's good that I can't have sex because my mom made me promise not to have children. (gasps) 
he said that the mom was like please don't ever make me a grandmother just never make me a grandmother the world is bad and i don't want to bring he's she said that if she knew how bad the world was he wouldn't have brought in like him and his brother and like it on her deathbed and that she said if she that she would have aborted him <gasps> and he's very against abortion you know oh my god like, and then he says like on her deathbed when she was dying she said thank you for not making me a grandmother and then he starts crying <gasps> at the club and i'm just like like what how is the cry though what's the cry level weep 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 not sob like just like tears and kind of like broken yeah voice and i'm just like and then he's just He's just rambling a whole lot about, like, how, like, you know, if it, he, but if he did have kids, like, and it was a boy, he wouldn't give her, give him dresses, you know, like, just your typical, like, Republican talking points of, like, yeah. gays, trans, right. whatever, whatever. And I'm just, like, oh my God, not, you're, you're trapped in this conversation. I'm trapped, and, like, I'm literally, like, he's talking so much that his spit, like, I have one of his spit, like, land, like, close oh! to my eyeball. And I'm just like, well, that's definitely, like, unvaccinated spit. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm just, like, inching my way back. Like, my body language is just, yeah. like, not having it. And then finally, I get called up on stage. So, fuck yeah, I can leave. Because there's literally no one. So I just couldn't be like, oh, it's anyway. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to go on stage. Um, So maybe you can, like, you know, show me some love. Maybe yeah. give me a little tip out there. And he goes, I'm going to tip you $2. And I'm like, okay. And then I go, okay. It's like, I'm not trying to, like, yeah. go. I'm just trying to get out. And he goes, are you just banking? <laughs> <laughs> and I just go, yeah, let's <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> so that's when I go do my stage and I text you, I'm about to do something <laughs> for content. So I go on my stage. He comes up. He tips me $2. Yeah. And then I go back and I'm like, so. And I had already seen him get spanked in the 15 minute room that's mm-hmm. what happened so i was like so you know i am into spanking but i can't do it out here so we'd have to do in the 15 minute room he's like how much is that so i was like 180 and he thinks really hard he's like i'll give you 185 for 185 spanks but <laughs> and i'm like well, this other bitch got ten dollars to spank. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. What is the? Okay. Which I think I had gotten the wrong information because I I had seen his wallet and he had like a few dollars and then two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So I was like, okay. Why don't you know the room is one eighty? Why don't we do two hundred? So you tip me twenty dollars. Yeah. You pay for the room, and I give you two hundred spanks. And he goes, mm, and then he takes out his phone, opens up the calculator, and does 180 plus 20. This is... does not open up a calculator to do 180 That's why I feel like there's something wrong. Yeah. So I'm like, and he goes, he, 180 plus 20, he goes, that's too much. I can't do that. And I was like, <sighs> like, there's no one at the club. Oh. So I go, okay, let's do 180. 185 for 185 spanks. He goes, okay, and we shake on it. You shake hands? <laughs> oh my god. So this is so, like, not like you. Why not? Because I'm doing something risky? No, because I just feel you're not, like, uh... I mean, it's very, like, dominatrix. I'm not you. enjoying any of this. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. No, I didn't mean it in a bad way. I think it's great. You're like, 
But I'm like, I feel like I haven't seen you like negotiate something that's like other than like well, just a dance. Also because I'm I'm not dominatrixy. I'm being sweet to him. You know right. what I mean? Like, well, how about this? I'm not being like, you're gonna give me two hundred dollars. I'm gonna spank you right. two hundred times. Like I'm not in that role. Yeah. I don't think that's the role that he wants. Because we get in there, <laughs> okay. so he pays one eighty and then gives me five one dollar bills. You know, counts them, and then so he wants me to sit down, okay. and then he wants to lay on top of me, like across. Yeah, like a yeah, like bending over your knee kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. that his butt is like on my lap, kind of like what I do sometimes in the in that room to guys. Like yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> And so I'm like, well, do you want me to keep my dress on? Or, and he goes, you can, you can take it off. So I'm like, so I'm half naked, like from the bottom up, I'm just sitting there, my titties out. And then he bends, (laughs) he bends over and like, okay, this is kind of like a, a very, okay. Did you ever watch Pinocchio as a kid? Yeah. Like the old Disney. Yeah. Old Disney one. Do you remember Geppetto? (laughs) Yes, I remember Geppetto. Geppetto had all these clocks, right? Yeah. Beautiful clocks. And they're all wood, whatever. Yeah. And there's this one scene where all the clocks start going off yeah, at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. And so there's the little things that happen, right? Like there's a little guy who's shooting a little duck. Right. And then there's a... Oh, but there's a spanking one! Yeah! <laughs> Listen, I feel like we should post this on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, because... yeah. I can also, I can put in the audio. What do you mean? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Like that? (laughs) (laughs) That's what the way he looks like. Honestly, I would have paid. I would have paid for you guys to have a 30-minute room just so I could watch this happen. No, no, no. So fucking He lays across from me and, like, all the girls can see into the 50s. I was, okay, that was my other question. I'm like, wait, so everyone could just see this? And so my friend Katrina is looking, going, like, she's (laughs) dying laughing. This other girl that we like, um, who looks like, like, you if you were a vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's like, they're all both, like, dying laughing. And I'm like, I'm like shaking. You know how when you hold in your laugh, so you're kind of (laughs) shaking? But I'm like, okay. And so I like, he's wearing his pants. Like the little yeah. kid in the Geppetto cluck <laughs> is pantless. <laughs> I'm going to make a little, I'll make a little TikTok or a little gif or something. And then be like, Jade, <laughs> spanking a client at the club. Um, So then he's, I start and I go like, I spank him once, spank him twice. And he's yeah. like, you're not going to count. I'm like, Oh, you want me to count out loud? He's like, yes. So I have to go three, spank, you know, four, yeah. and I'm just spanking and like up to 185. That's, I was like, that's so many spankings. That is so many spankings. And I'm kind of like, you know, I'm doing it kind of hard, but like not too hard, but I don't want to. Your wanna... hands going to get tired too. I mean, if you're going to do that, it's better to have like an implement, you know. I would have loved to have like a paddle or something. I know yeah. a girl who brings one, you know, because she's like. 10 feet tall and like covered in tattoos and like she's really cool like that but and then it's also like i'm not i don't want to hit like the same spot in the butt so i kind of try and like switch it up but i'm like i'm also thinking a million things and kind of trying not to laugh but i'm counting and so i go like (laughs) i go 177 
180, and he goes, you missed 179. <laughs> <laughs> so he's paying attention the whole time, and I'm like, oh, oh, sorry, 179. I literally would have killed the scene. The scene. <laughs> and I'm just Wait, like, I'm like, was everyone just like, what about the staff? Like, are everyone, guys, were guys allowed to just lay across your lap like that? Yeah, I mean, and I think they know him too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, and like, so one of our friends who was like the bar back, he's kind of, he walks that path a lot and he kind of like looks in. And I, and I had texted him before when I was like, I'm scared. And he texted me like, brings me back to my childhood, you know? Oh my God. And so we finished and then he's like, okay. And he like stands up and he's like, that was so good. I love you. And he gives me like a big wet kiss <gasps> on the cheek. Ew. Which like, first of all, ew. Second of all, I, we've talked about this. I struggle a lot with blending uh, my makeup. Like, <laughs> your makeup's good. Yeah, but someone criticized how I don't blend my. Okay, that was literally a, over a year ago. What was, what is it? The bronzer? Your contour. My contour. So, like, I am very self conscious about it. And I was just like, ugh, now I have to go and like freshen it up. Yeah. It's like fucking wet. I like, I don't, I don't like getting touched in the face, like, at all. Yeah. Like, not even with hands so he's like i love you and he gives me a big kiss and i like flinch and i'm like oh thank you and he's like thank you so much thank you so much and then he says like that was so good i love you he says it again and like i feel like my reaction when someone says i love you is to say it back and i go i love <laughs> you did not i didn't say i love you but i went i love and then i would stop myself and i was like you're sweet but i was just like i just told this man that i love him i haven't even told bugboo i love him <laughs> <laughs> i just can't you know i was like oh i was just God. like i needed a moment to myself and he kept lingering you know like usually yeah. after the room is over if you're not gonna like do anything more no, than... i i love to go back in the room and just like have a second yeah myself. like usually like they leave and you kind of like put your things back on i check my phone whatever whatever but he was just like lingering i was like Ugh. so i like did it and then walked into his table and then walked to the back yeah and then just started dying laughing. Oh and that's when I God. sang you that voice message where I was like, correct. And we were like, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> but it was like crazy. And then I like, obviously nothing happened that night. Like that, that was like more than half of what I made that night was that. Right. Wow, yeah. And I came back out and I was talking to Katrina and she was like, she also got a hell of a lot more information like about the whole church thing. Yeah. And I guess he told her that he would, like, see his pastor and that the pastor would tell him, do you love your darling horse at the strip club? Do you love them? And he would say, like, yes, I do love them. And I was like, he told me he loved me. Like, you know what I mean? And that the pastor was like, then you have to treat them right. Then you have to take care of them. <gasps> what? So weird. Everything is so weird. And I'm this just like. so uncomfortable. It's like the... a weird dream. It's like, I'm just like. Okay, we've been doing this for, you know, not we're not veterans. Like, yeah. we were talking about with um, Neptune. And, like, some people do it for more than 10 years or whatever. But, like, this is probably the weirdest guy I've encountered in, like, yeah. a year and a half of doing this. Like, this is someone who, like, definitely has mommy issues, right? Because, yeah. like, he was crying about his mom and, like, wanted to get spanked like his mom. But then also was talking about how gay people are, like, abominations. And meanwhile, he's, like paying like almost $200 to get spanked 
Like, I'm just like, it's what? so confusing. And like, for a little bit, like, I am very paranoid about like, you know, incel-y, like, white conservative people who could come in and like shoot up the place. Like, you know, there's there's a lot of violence against like sex workers. I was at shooting from like that yeah. massage parlor. Like, right. That's the vibe I was getting from him before oh. before he did the room. Yeah. And then afterwards, like, no, he does love his darling horse. <laughs> he does love his darling horse. Maybe that should be the title. <laughs> he loves his darling he horse. His darling. Do you love your darling you horse love- at the strip club? You know what? It's really funny. So uh, I love that that's your weirdest client. Yeah. And that's like taking you so long to like get someone that weird. Cause I feel like my first regular at the Sparrow was the weirdest client I've ever had. Was it the warlock? The warlock. But did he like to get spanked? No, but I think, um, cause we did talk about it and that he said someone he liked was being choked. Oh, so I would choke him. You would choke him. Hell yeah. Wait, you can <laughs> actually hurt someone like that. I know how to do it the right way. You don't, you don't. Okay. So here's the thing. You kind of just press up against this and like you kind of like slow the blood flow here. You don't like squeeze it. You're not yeah, yeah, shutting, you're not yeah, like yeah. crushing their yeah. throat. You're just kind of like pushing your hand here so they get like a little woozy. Oh, did I tell you about <sighs> have I talked about this guy? It was like the first guy who came in his pants um, with um, me. It was at the Sparrow. And... and did we talk about this? I think we did. I don't remember. I don't think we did. He was just like he was this guy he wasted a lot of my time like he was he was telling me like oh I'm, my my name um which i have talked about in this sparrow was arabic um yeah like the name and he i don't know where he was from but he spoke arabic and he was like oh my god your name is da 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 like that's a sign like it means this and that and he was he just like obsessed with me and then oh. he like spent so much time talking to me and he was like showing me pictures of dresses and i want to buy you this dress and I want to take you home with me. Like, all these things. And, like, I'm new. This was, like, my second shift ever. Oh so I, like, God. gave him so much time. Right. And, like, we held hands. Just, like, so not Ugh, what I would do right now. You held hands? Yeah, you it was super you? gross. No. He only did two dances. So $60. Yeah. And we've talked about the Sparrow. The lap dances are in a more private booth. Yeah. And at that time, eventually they took out the curtain from that booth. But it had, like, a little curtain. Yeah. So it was, like, kind of private. But, like, we were doing the dance. And, it, like I said, it's two songs. Like, it's not that long. It's not that long. And, like, he was trying to come his pants, like, during the dance. And, like, at that point, I didn't know that that was weird. Like, I didn't know that guys weren't supposed to do that. Or, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I'm so confused about your, like, prior knowledge <laughs> on strip clubs. Zero. You're like, I didn't know I had to give lap dances. But also, I thought they it was just everyone's coming. I thought every I thought I thought they I don't know like <laughs> I afterwards love it. because afterwards I talked to a girl who's who's super cute and I told them like I saw them together and I was like oh my god that guy is like so weird and she was like I know he's like too much and then I said oh my god when I give him a lap dance like he came in his pants and she was like oh I'm so sorry that happened and I was like oh that's not normal <laughs> like it was like oh you know kind of like ask. You talk about it because I didn't want to talk about it. It's like embarrassing. Right. I feel like the way that Buster introduced you to like the job and lap dances, he's like, it's highly physical. It's this, it's that. So you probably just had that idea yeah, in yeah, your yeah. head. Like, oh, I'm just going to be like, come on, I so guess. So as he was nearing, reaching the point of inevitability, <laughs> reaching completion, <laughs> he, 
he was like, choke me, choke me, and like grabbed it. <laughs> and then he grabbed my hand and put it against his throat. And I I listen to a lot of Dan Savage. I know that like airplay is like really uh dangerous. Like yeah. you can hurt someone, you can, you know, like break windpipes, like hurt their vocal cords. Right. And I was like, no. And I was like trying to pull my hand away from his throat and he was like, choke me, choke like choking himself with my hand. And I was like, ah Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. That yeah, no, this guy, the warlock, honestly, he would mostly just talk to me. Like, I would yeah. dance. He basically treated me like I was, like, some, like, witch high priestess, and he could, like, feel my energy, and then... I love that. On No, honestly, though, like, yeah. but he would, and I would send him, I had a fake Instagram, and so I'd be like, oh, I'm coming in, and he'd, like, always come in, he'd be like, I just, I can't, like, you're like energy is like pulling i'm like wow you're really gassing me up oh like i can't resist you yeah yeah yeah. and so he used to talk and like i just let him go on he's like i'm a warlock and like people are like after me and i'm like oh tell me more and then he said like if i don't come back it's because they got me and then something like that and then i did get him he never came back and then i remember messaging him on the instagram and like he didn't post very often but it's like a once a month or something like a you know random guy posts I swear to God, he never posted again after that. To this day, it's been what over What if it was the year. IRS? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he never opened the message. He wow. never posted again. I'm like, oh, my God. Did the Council of Warlocks get him? Or the FBI. <laughs> or the FBI. For child pornography. He was no. definitely a weirdo, but I was kind of down because I was new to the job. He was my first regular, and I'm like, this is weird, but, like, I like choking people. I like being dominant. I like being, like, a weird... I like that some guy thinks I'm, like, a weird, powerful witch. Like, I was into it. Yeah, that's not a bad So, last night, I performed at this show. It's, like, a Jewish-themed Christmas spectacular variety show. It was really, really, really cool. Yeah. Um, And I wanted to show you our final pose. <laughs> we did two numbers. We were, like, chorus line rockettes kind of thing. And we pose as a topless menorah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It That's was really crazy. fun. Yeah, it was super fun. Everyone, there's Did it say labia menorah? Oh. <laughs> That's her joke. I got it. Yeah, yeah. As she soon listens as I said to the out, podcast, so shout out. As soon as I said out loud, I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. So thank labia you guys. Labia menorah. If you're, if you're listening, we had such a fun time last night. So love you. Um, okay, so you have a few more stories. I have a few more stories, and then we wanted to do another reading of The 21 Lives of Surviving a Gentleman's Club. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm choosing between... Oh, fuck it. I'll do, I'll do two of them. Okay. Well, I'll do one. Okay, so this was, like, last Saturday or something like that. Uh, it was pretty slow, but I had sat down with this guy who was with two other guys. What's his birthday? He liked me and he was like telling me, you know, he was like mostly telling me stories and they were kind of interesting stories. Plus it was like also empty. And he said he used to date a dancer and he kind of, she kind of like broke his heart. And I was like, oh, he was just like, I just want you to sit here and I don't want to do lap dances, but I know your time. So like he gave me $35, which is like kind of like a dance in a tip to sit there. And I was like, cool. And then I went on stage. He gave me, like, some more money. Okay. Came back. Did other stuff. Then went back with him. And he was like, how much for you to, like, sit here and talk to me? And I was like, oh, well, you know, 
how much do you have? Because it was so empty. And then he gave me $100. Okay. So I was like. That's kind of nice though, because you can decide how long you want to stay. Yeah, exactly. And so he gave me $100. And I had a, also, I was also kind of enjoying his company. But he kind of got like really sad. Like his two friends went off to do rooms. And he was just kind of like reminiscing about this. It was kind of my fault because I'm so nosy. And I was asking him like. How'd you mean? Why'd you break up? How was that? And he started to get really sad. You're like re-traumatizing him. He's like <laughs> I, paying to be I re-traumatized. I'm so curious. I'm kind of doing my own research because I like, I know that it is hard to date a stripper. So I'm like, let's hear it from the other side and yeah, like all these yeah. things. But I was like, obviously making him really sad. And he was like, the, his two friends had gone off to do rooms. Like one went off with two girls. Like they were just having like a blast. Yeah. And it was his birthday. And he was like, well, you know, my friends left me and he was getting drunk, drunk. Like he was getting drunk. He was like, my goal for my birthday was to do a line of Coke off a stripper's ass. And I was like, <laughs> that was his birthday did, wish. Did he write that in his? That uh... was, yeah, that's, he, he went, he went to a fountain. Yeah. He grabbed a little penny. He went, I wish. I really wish for my birthday to do a line of cocaine off a stripper's ass. And then he threw the he threw the coin. I, I know that it's like a thing, but I'm like, again, we like to clean our asses, but our asses are not clean. I've had that done to me before at the at the Sparrow. Someone did? Cocaine off my ass, yeah. Wow, you're so cool. You're way cool. <laughs> I think my second shift, these guys asked if they could do it off my boobs, and I was like, oh, me? That's not allowed. I actually remember. This is from... Poof, I was 22 mm-hmm. and I had gone out with a friend who was like my college friend who was like, you know me, I'm just like kind of this, this is my register and she has like crazy boys and like, and yeah. she's blonde and she's from California and she was always like the crazy friend who like the extra, you know how extroverts like adopt introverts? Yeah, yeah, She yeah. adopted me and we had gone out on this, out this, at this club that was like, she knew a DJ who I ended up fucking, one of the DJs, uh, yeah, famously. But I had left the club before her, and then she was like, oh, yeah, like, she said that she had ended up in a room in, like, a closet with these Japanese businessmen who did cocaine up her body. Oh, my gosh, she paid? <laughs> no. Just for I the love of the game, I think huh? she just did cocaine with them. <laughs> and I remember hearing that story and being like, Wow, she lives in such a different world. This was when I was in grad school and like going to a club was right. like a big deal. And now I'm like, now you're like, that'll be hundred bucks, please. <laughs> um, damn, I wish she listened to the podcast. I sent to her. I don't. I, I have think... a question though. Do yeah. People... Okay, so people doing a line off of an ass. You've had that happen to you. Yeah. Do people do coke out of an ass? Is that also a thing that happens? I feel like your butthole has very um absorbent right. lining. I think. So do people put coke in the asshole and then I, snort it out? We are going to interview our friend Suki who has put Molly in her butthole <gasps> and really enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we can ask- Because I've heard people say doing... Okay, I, what you said, doing it off of a stripper's ass. I've also, like, doing coke... What is the word? Like, in a stripper's ass. Or, like, I think out probably, of a stripper's ass. I think they probably mean the butt cheek. Mm-hmm. That's kind of... it That you can lay it but, out. But, like, have you seen Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. But, like, it looks like he's doing coke uh, out of her asshole. Maybe, maybe, yeah, and they both get a little kick, you know? Like, you'll... That's why Your butthole... I, I I do know the butthole absorbs. Right. That, that's why they do, like... The, what, what is it called? Like, the chugging? Um, 
they do like lube with weed and stuff like that. I, love that. I, I was thinking know. about when you like drink like a beer with your ass. There's like a name for it. Or like putting a tampon up your vagina with like People are vodka. Wilding out. Honestly, when just I about, drink it. When I hear about stuff like this, I'm like, I'm normal. Well, y'all I, are crazy. I remember these girls in college who like absolutely had an eating disorder who yeah. were like, oh, well, we can't get drunk without drinking the calories. That is so fucking sad. Yeah. It, yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. So that was his birthday wish. Okay. And I was like, we can make that happen. I was like, we would have to go into the 30-minute room because, like, the 15-minute room is kind of out in the open. And yeah. he was like, okay. So I'm like, I can get on. I You're going to push for the things, hour? Things are, things are a little tight. Like, they're, they're a little despy. So I'm, I despy times call for despy measures. Listen, and, I'm not here to judge. And he was like, okay. You know, but he was really drunk. And I was like, can I negotiate with you? You d- we go into the 30-minute room, and instead of doing a line off cocaine off my ass, you do it off my titty. Just because I feel like it would be more discreet. I think so, too. I mean, now that I found out what people do in the 30-minute room, like, I think it would be fine. Actually, I ended up telling Charlie the story, and she was like, oh, I've had guys do that in the 30-minute room. Yeah. So I would have gone away with it, but I was, like, saying if I put it in my titty, then you can kind of get close to my titty, and, like, it's just more discreet. We're kind of going back and forth. But he's like, eh, I don't know, and the guys with the money and whatever. So I just kind of give up on this guy. Yeah. And I go sit in the table that's right in front of him, and it's a couple. Oh, my God. And they're not together. This was a woman and her brother-in-law. So her husband had stayed home with the kids, and she had gone out with the brother-in-law. And they were, like, not even attracted to each other or anything. They were just like, we're partying, we're getting wild. And she was, like, getting... Wait, so it was her husband's brother? Yes. What the fuck? I know. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's weird. It's weird. It's weird, but they were like very much. I didn't, I, obviously, I didn't clock that at first because that's not, you know, normal. Like, not that it's abnormal, but it's just not common. I was like, oh, we can all go into a room together with yeah. like my friend. And they were like, no, we don't want to be in this. That would be weird. Like, too weird to be in the same room together getting lap dances. Like, it's already weird. It's already guys. weird. <laughs> and she was giving um vibes like the woman who tried to like eat me out uh... in the 30s. She was very like, oh my God, like and touching me. And like when I went on stage, she had like loved me, you know, like a little too much. And so yeah. she was like, but I was like, I guess I can make money off of this. And so I'm sitting with her and she's kind of saying, like, I want to do a room with you, but then the 15-minute room was too expensive, you know, kind of trying to negotiate that back and forth. So as we're, like, negotiating that, our manager, Eric, comes over, and he starts, like, kind of, like, talking very sternly to the guy, and the guy's like, whoa, like, I don't, what the fuck? Like, he starts getting mad, and we're like, what's happening? What's happening? And then this girl comes over and goes, like, not this table, the other table. So he points to the table right behind us, were the guy you were just talking to? the guy I was just talking to? <gasps> did someone tattle on this guy? From- they f- no. Well, yes. Someone did tattle on this guy, and it was our friend Suki, because <gasps> they had, like, turned her away. But they were doing full-blown lines of <gasps> cocaine out on the table. What? They just had them out. They, like, lined up with, like, the credit card. There was, like, two lines oh, of cocaine. People are too fucking comfortable on the two strip club. Uh, idiot, Id- idiots. Idiots. At least, like, go to the bathroom like everyone else and have some manners. No, literally it. Oh, I forget. And the the woman who was talking to me, she's like, do you have cocaine? And I was like, I don't. Like, And, and the girl I know who has it isn't here. Like, but still trying to get her to do a lap dance. And yeah. then she's watching this happen. Right? Like, the guys behind us have, like, fully two lines of cocaine. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Eric's like, 
I see the cocaine on the table and like other people are starting to notice. So they get kicked out. And so whatever they get kicked out, I I'm like moving on, whatever. <laughs> Apparently it was funny when Eric was cleaning up the table. He goes, only I can do cocaine off these tables. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> but then so I'm like kind of, you know, negotiating this with a woman. She's like, okay, let's do a lap dance, but I need, I need to go to the ATM. So we go to the ATM, mm-hmm. which is in like a hallway that leads to the exit. So as she's getting, she gets $40, you know, just enough for the, for okay. the lap dance. And then as she's, we're heading back, the guys who had just gotten kicked out with the cocaine walk past her and she's like, you guys have cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yes, we do. And she's like, I have $40. She, she walks out with them. <gasps> and then I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? I, I was so mad. I was like, you were ripped off. I was like, those guys just stole my customer. And I was like all mad about it, just sitting there pouting. And I'm like, not only were they just like doing cocaine, they, they took they took the $40 because it didn't seem like she had all that much money. But, yeah. but I was like, I was going to get $40. I was so mad. Because well, yeah, you've been like working on this woman. You put already your like a But then she comes her. back and I'm like, fuck yeah. And then she goes straight into the bathroom. <laughs> Oh my god! But then she comes back, obviously, and then she does a lap dance. So okay. I asked her, and she said they gave it to her for free. <gasps> so that's really nice. That's actually a good story. Oh, it's Santa, a feel. Santa is real. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, he didn't get his birthday wish, but he like paid it forward. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do one more real fast. Okay. This was just funny because okay, it was these two guys came in and like. The club was empty. It was like a Friday and it was still empty like from 6 to like 9 p.m. Yeah. It was rough. Um, So all the girls had gone up and talked to these guys, you know, as it happens when there's like not a lot of people. And I talked to them. I gave one a lap dance, but they looked very young. They looked very young. I was like, this guy is barely 21. Yeah. And they were brothers. And I gave one a lap dance. He he counted. So he gave me he paid for the lap dance in ones. And he counted them out, gave them to me. And then I went over, counted them again, and it was $27. So I had to go over and be like, hey, you missed $3. It's $30. Plus, usually people throw in a little tip, you know, like 20%. So you, like, counts out six more dollars. So just they're just, like, being very cheap. They're turning all the girls away. They're sitting at the very front of the stage, not (laughs) tipping. They're kind of, like, the worst. So um, one girl who's really good at, like, she gets dances from boulders like people who are just sitting there with their arms crossed and she takes them to the 30 minute room both of them just one okay so then our friend Sophia actually yeah goes up to other one who's like she's almost 50 he's literally like a baby he's like 21 barely oh my god and they're talking- be like her grandson <laughs> oh there was this one awkward moment because okay so Sophia and I had started to work together a little bit and kind of approaching guys together um, we did do a room with one guy and we like both spoke Spanish to him. He was like really into it. And she was like, she loved it. She had so much fun. Yeah. I think, I, did I mention this? That she was like, uh, I'm really good at talking and you're really pretty. So like, we'll make a good team. And I was like, I've never been like the, like not the brains of the operation. Like, I'm, ugh, I kind of like this. But we had gone up to this one table and we were both talking to this one guy and being like, blah, blah, blah. And he, he was drunk as fuck. He goes, Oh, is that your mom? <gasps> and I just ignored it. I went like, ignored it. She ignored it. We just kept going. But I was like, that is, I felt really bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's rude. But 
I mean, she would have been a young mom, but she yeah. could be my mom. I mean, she could be, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, honestly, I mean, after we talked to Neptune, like, obviously I don't know her well enough, but I think some guys... Have you seen the porn out there? Some guys would love it if she was my mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, ooh, I mean, mother honestly, and daughter, and we're both into you. And, like, like I feel like... You should have done it. Well, we could... But I don't know if she would have, like, gotten offended. Right. Yeah, because I don't think she's, like trying to look that much older than me right and it's like her putting herself as kind of the brains of the situation like she might not be like open to you being like oh let's try this yeah well it's i if someone uh yeah that's that's a tough one if we got like really close and i could be like Ooh, do you want to pretend like you're like mom daughter but People I would eat that up. they would love it but that is offensive like yeah. you know how women are you know me included, how we are about, like, feeling old and, yeah. you know, like, so- society places so much value on youth that I can't imagine someone right. being, like, down for that. Maybe in, like, 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> no. But I forget why I was... Oh, yeah. So, I... So, Sophia comes up to one of the young guys. Oh, see? <laughs> I totally blanked on that <laughs> She's sitting there talking, and then I'm just sitting by the sidelines watching everyone who walks in through the door because that's how despy it is. Yeah. This guy walks in and he looks kind of mad and then he starts talking to Sophia. And I'm like, wow, like he just like interrupted her with this customer. And I'm thinking it's like one of her regulars and Mm. she's kind of like talking to them both. And we're like, what's going on? Me and this other girl were like, what the fuck is that? And then he starts kind of like getting angrier and pointing. Oh my God. And we're like, what the fuck? And then we see the young guy run into the 30-minute room and get the other guy. And then they all walk out together. Like, angry man, the two guys. <gasps> and so I run over to Sophia. I'm like, what the fuck happened? She's like, that was their dad. Oh! Oh! <laughs> that was... <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. No! They just ran out like little puppy dogs with like their legs between their tail. Do you but, think they used his credit card or something? He, like, I, got an alert? Well, I don't know, but And she's so funny. She was talking so fast, you know, like, like that. And um, so they had been out on a family vacation <gasps> to Bikini Bottom. I don't know why that is a family oh, vacation. Oh, my God. The kids had snuck out. <laughs> but, like, around six. And he was saying that they had used the GPS on the phone to track them. Yeah. And that the wife was outside with the baby. Oh! <laughs> no. He just kept repeating, my wife's outside with the baby. I'm like, why would you bring a baby? It's freezing here. Why are you outside with a baby? And, like, they wouldn't let her in because she had a fucking baby. Oh. But that she was furious and, like, <laughs> just, like, so angry. And I was dying laughing. Wait, but they like, must have been old enough to get in. I'm thinking they were probably 21 at the very least. But okay. they're still, like, little daddy's boys or whatever like yeah and like i don't know at this age like if you're 21 22 and you still live at home like mm-hmm. you kind of have to follow the rules but yeah. like we just kept saying my my wife is outside with the baby <laughs> like why are you that's so dramatic <laughs> just leave the wife and the baby in the hotel room and then come get the boys yeah but it was just so funny oh my He's god outside with the baby <laughs> that is too fucking good <laughs> I was like, oh my god. You've had some good, really A-plus stories this Man. episode. Listen, I, you know what? I had to work, like, a, a couple more shifts than I normally work, but I'm not struggling as bad. Like That's good. Good. I'm instead fine. of a four shift, I did, like, five shifts and, and kind of, you know, 
spank the man for, for the money. Oh God, I still, I like, my brain like can't picture it. I'm still processing that story. Well, but it wasn't a dommy thing. I think that's, was, that's what I'm saying. But like just the fact, cause it's like. It was a mommy thing. Right. Guys, but... I'm ready to have kids. <laughs> that's the fact where it's like, you don't, you don't like people. Like you like kind of being in control of the touch. Like I mentioned this guy like bent over you and like. It was I feel heavy like, too. And yeah, like, I just feel like you would like totally hate that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I just found the humor in it. That is, yeah, it is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, honestly, part, a lot of it had to do with this podcast. I was like, I can just <laughs> talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> and then the other was just like seeing my friend's faces outside being like, what the fuck? And then when he left, when Spankman left, he, he like waved by and I was like, bye, like all sweet. And my manager, the one that we like, um, he looked at me like, like, I feel like he respects me more after that because he was like, damn, she's down. Damn, that's great. <laughs> I love it. Okay. We have some time left. So last time we read The 21 Loss of Surviving the Strip Club as a Stripper. That was <laughs> the jungle? <laughs> the jungle. <laughs> um. So we finally, we've been, we've been building up to it. Oh, gosh. We read Law Number 1. Of surviving the gentleman's club as a guest. Yeah. So I'm gonna read you some excerpts. <gasps> you said it. I said it. That's so good. Yay. <laughs> and then comment on it. All right. So law number one is know the ways of the jungle. This law is about situational awareness. A gentleman's club is one of the most voracious capitalistic environments on earth. And then he. <laughs> I mean, he's not. I don't know. Wait, he's not wrong. <laughs> Wait, this is such a callback because then he goes on, like, this analogy of Tarzan. Oh, my God. Step through the doorway. You quickly re- quickly realize that this isn't exactly the Tarzan story from your childhood. <laughs> I want to know. Can you show Oh, my God. Do we have a Tarzan-themed episode? What is happening? I did not remember this. Um, there is a definite role reversal in this storyline. In this adventure, Jane has tattoos, ass shots, and she's far from a dancer in this dress. Wait, ass shots? Um, yeah, it's like when you, it's like kind of like ass shots is like when you show your butt. Right? Oh, I was thinking, I was trying to like taking shots off an ass or like yeah. shots in the You ass? can do that too, I'm sure. Okay. People okay. are, people, you know... <laughs> The ingenuity of the human race never fails to surprise me. Jane has tattoos, ashes, and she's far from a damsel in distress. The jungle is her territory, and she's quite aware of her dominant position in it. Keeping a watchful eye for G-string predators like Jane is just one aspect of your awareness. Once your five senses are combined, words like discipline and restraint conveniently exit your train of thought. That's when your 15-minute VIP continues for another hour and your proposed budget, like the Titanic, starts to sink into the red. I have a qu- I have a, like actual question. Yeah, yeah. Is this... Are we... Are we totally sure that this book isn't supposed to be, like, comedic? <laughs> Do you know no, what I mean, though? No, I don't think it's a joke. Especially, like... But the way it's written... That would be an insensitive thing to <laughs> the Titanic. But it's kind of funny. Like I, it's no, kind of I, funny. It's, I think it's hilarious. But no, I, I think he's taking. You think it's very... like totally like sincere? Yes. It's like the Tarzan and Jane analogy with the Titanic. I'm like, really? 
tell us what you think. Yeah. Please email us, tell us, or DM us at crsecretspod.gmail.com. Do you guys think this is a serious book? Or it's like, is he in on the joke? Yeah. I don't know. Something about that. Like... I... <laughs> I vote he's not. I I vote he's very serious about this. Maybe one day. Remember the last time it was like a Friedrich Nietzsche quote? Like, I think he... But it's like so funny. <laughs> like, I would like, if I was doing a comedy book, I would like use some like philosopher like <laughs> quote at the beginning. I don't know. Maybe one day we'll interview him. Uh, yeah. You guys, guys subscribe and blow up our podcast so we can interview Darius Allen. Tweet someday. at him. Yeah. Darius Allen. Um, Add him on Instagram. Just tell him, go on see Secret, your secrets pod. We don't really have, like, nice things to say about his books, but... Unless he's in on the joke, like you said. He's like, you guys are the dumb ones who, like, did such a close read of it. What if he, like, changes it? He's like, yeah, it was a joke. Well, you know, it's funny because, like, the first law of the strip club in this one is also the same law as the first law, and it's about situational awareness. Uh Uh-huh. But it's just the view... The point of view is different. Like, right. oh, I'll show you ne- next time when we read the other one. Like, yeah. he contradicts himself. Like, I think he changes his tune a little bit. Because in here, it's like, watch out for Jane. Yeah. With the ass tattoo and the and the G-string. She's going to take your money. Right. <clears throat> the unfortunate paradox of the Gentleman's Club is that you spend money to have fun, but running out of money is no fun. And most of you reach your limit quicker than you'd like to. This jungle is different. It has ways to target your mind, body, and soul of your bank account. It's filled with all types of predators that will devour anything that sits at the tip rail or tries to hide in the dark corners of the club. The stark reality is that you are the prey and you must be situationally aware of the countless ways that you are under attack. So again, this is like kind of what we had talked about before. Yeah. Dancers are predators and they're out to get you. Right. Not the guy who's trying to push your boundaries to the max. Not the guy or... who's trying to literally stick a finger inside of you. Right. Not the guy <laughs> who's like trying to say like, how much can I pay to get away with this? Or like. Yeah. You... you do a, can I come on your face for $50? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I come into someone's workplace and then see them as immediately they're trying to take advantage of me. Then why would I come in? That's what I'm saying. It's like, if it's so bad, then just don't come. Stay home. Make no mistake, everything here is against you. The cover charge, unless you're military, the astronomical ATM fees, the pricey drinks, and the unfair expectations of making it rain like there's no tomorrow. (sighs) All this is before tackling the eternal patron dilemma of choosing the right stripper to experience a lap lap dance that is worth the price. It's so funny because I was just saying on the our interview episode with Neptune that's like everything is against the stripper. Well, it's funny because we agree with a lot of what he says. Right. It's just the framing. Like all of those things that he just listed, they do take money away from the patron and don't give it to dancers. Yeah. So it's kind of like the club is the one that's benefiting. It's right. Not the them. club is the predator in this like right. metaphor. But, right. Like. We don't get the astronomical ATM fees, the pricey drinks, the cover charge. We don't see any of the. We cover. don't see any of that. So why is he saying that we're the ones who are like taking that? Like, and we get sixty to eighty percent of our earnings. Right. So like, you know, I was actually talking to this one customer who was really cool. I hope he listens to the podcast like he said he would, but I don't know because he like dipped in the middle of my stage set and Rude. just ran away like a coward. I hope you're listening. But I, we were talking. I was like. Saying, like, I would love to unionize a strip club. Yeah. And he was like, 
no, don't ruin it for us. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, we wouldn't unionize against you. We would unionize against the employer. Like, it's just this. Right. It's like they lost the plot. It's like both parties think that the other is the villain. Right. Even like, I think the club staff and owners are way worse than customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I was just kind of like, no, we wouldn't unionize against like, we won't give lap dances anymore. Like, no, that's how we we make money. We like giving lap dances. We like giving lap dances. It would be like. Let me keep most of the money that I make from lap dances. Yeah. Like, uh, it really would not affect you. If anything, it would make your stripper a lot happier and less stressed out and you would get a better experience. Well, to be honest, like when I have been kind of like playing with this like pop-up strip club idea and all the pricing I have figured out, like I-, I don't really need to make money off of it personally, like as a producer, I'm like, I would make things cheaper because then people will get more of them and have a better experience. Because you- you're looking out for the dancers. Yeah. But it's like, okay, like... If we're going to have a cover charge, like, if we're going to have pricey drinks, then let us keep all the money, right, of our, of our rooms or whatever. Right, because it's like any bar has a cover charge and pricey drinks, and you don't have hot ladies to and look all, at. So you can bonk. be solvent that way, especially yeah. the Clems Club has dinner, you know what I mean? Right. So you're solvent that way. We just, like, provide an incentive for people to come because it's not just a fancy restaurant. It's a strip club. Right. But anyway, that was annoying. There are the absurd VIP prices, the expensive bottle service, and the overall belief that you should tip regardless of the level of customer service. Boo. Boo. According to most clubs, the customer is never right. Psychologically, you must be prepared for stripper gamesmanship, the mental and physical chess match that strippers play with patrons. You also have to be ready to maneuver around club rules that are set in place to stimmy your inner (gasps) savage. No! Let me read that again. You also have to be ready to maneuver around club rules that are set in place to stimmy your inner savage. Oh my god! Okay, so the club rule of, like, don't touch the stripper when she's on stage. Bitch, if that wasn't a rule, then I would kick you in the nuts if you got close enough. Right. Oh my god, wait, I forgot to tell you this. Um, The other day that I was, was super slow, I was on stage and I could see a guy all the way from the bar taking a selfie video and trying to angle it so that I would be in it because I'm on the stage. And I just stopped dancing and I just pointed at him to like a manager and he went over and talked to him. But I'm just like, there are club club rules for a reason. Like protect the dancers. Like we're the ones giving you fun. And like, what does that mean to stimmy your inner savage? That, that's so yeah, rapey. We, well, well. That's what I'm going to yeah. say. Like, it's very like, we should be able to assault the strippers we're paying for. Also, it's like, yeah, the strippers have to play. Why do you think the strippers have to play these ch- mental chess games? Right, it's you because you don't want to. Yeah, y'all don't take us fucking seriously, and we have to like sell you on this thing. It's like we don't want to do that. Like I don't. I mean, sometimes it's fun being like a salesperson, but like I don't get off on like having to fucking argue with people and like try to prove my worth. Right, being a, well, being a salesperson, yes, when you're trying to show someone the value of what you do, that is fun. You are proving yourself or whatever. But when they're arguing with you of like well what's the point if i'm not gonna come or like like our interview with um neptune like she says like it's not fun to just keep saying no to someone over and over it's like not enjoyable for anyone like yeah we and i i was talking to one of her friends and she was saying like part of the strip club sale is to sell the fantasy that you might hook up with them and i'm like i don't believe that like i actually never like well actually never I just said that I would have met people at their hotels, but like, <laughs> that's not my main goal no. is yeah. to sell them on the, well, if you keep coming back and seeing me often enough, I might, you know, one day be your girlfriend. Yeah. 
I was actually talking to baby DJ Babyface about this. Yeah. Because he was like, I was like, I said something. So there's this one customer who comes in a lot and he like, he's really weird, but he's very sweet and he doesn't have all the money in the world. He gives, he tips girls $5, $5, but they add up. Eventually he gives you like $40. And then once he gets drunk, he starts saying, thank you for existing. <laughs> and I was on stage and he went up and gave me $5. He said, thank you for existing. And I was like, oh. And then I got I got off where I was checking out and and I gave DJ Babyface his tip and he goes thank you for existing, <laughs> and I was like oh my god like do, how do you know about that and he goes like oh he's he's a regular he tells that to everyone <laughs> and I was like oh I thought I was special I thought he was thanking me for existing, <laughs> and then DJ's Babyface friend was randomly there and he goes like oh but isn't that what you guys do you make guys believe that you like them too right because i was like oh i thought i was special yeah yeah so he was like you make guys think they're special i was like no i don't i'm very upfront that i'm gonna give them a service for a lap dance and that i do like them but i don't make them think that they're special and Babyface goes you you're right you don't have regulars you're like a one-night stand for these people <laughs> <laughs> and i was like exactly i yeah no i I don't either i feel like people put me into that position mm. they're like oh you're all these things and they want me to do that and i'm like they do project a lot yeah. they project and i i never promise to do anything unless it's for i'm like hey like i do do paid dates and yeah. you want to do that i right, give you right, my right. burner number we can chat but like i'm never no i do think because of your look and your demeanor you're very like empathetic listener and not all these things people say people just project the girlfriend experience on you a lot yeah and i'm like wait i didn't want this i just want your money yeah and then i kind of look already like i'm i'm there to people who do your trouble like they already assume i'm just i'm just here for your money and i'm like correct <laughs> i know i was trying to find a black outfit for this weekend i'm like i need to like dark candy i know i need to be dark candy and uh we're like i think i mentioned did you ever watch um <laughs> riverdale I know you're talking about. I watched the first season earlier before it went fucking psycho. Yeah, bananas. what's her name? Dark, Dark Betty. Dark Betty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Wait, did my... you know by now they have superpowers? That's, know, that yeah. show jumped the shark. But oh yeah. But man, it's a fun River Daddies. But it kind of makes sense though because the Sabrina show is in the same universe. That new Sabrina. But they which, were which never. They were never supernatural. They, like, solved crimes. No, no, I know that, but I'm just saying it's, like, the Sabrina show is in that same Riverdale universe. <laughs> and the Sabrina show, they all have, like, it's all Dude, I saw stuff. a clip on Twitter of Cheryl just, like, stopping, like, oh, God. like a meteorite. It She's, was... like, the red hat, right? The red hat? Red Redhead, Cheryl. The red hair, yeah. yeah. Uh, it just looks so fucking bad. Oh, Dude, God. I only liked it because Skeet Ulrich was in it, and he's fucking hot. He was River Daddy. Right. He's uh he's the guy in screen. Yeah, yeah. He's hot. He was like he I think he was hotter than Johnny Depp. Yeah, I mean Johnny Depp is like dead to me. Well, he's now he is. Also, attractive. he looks busted. He does look very busted. But like old, like younger Johnny Depp. He's cute. I don't know, he's he's cute, but he's not really my type. Like he's very pretty boy. And I'm not like that mm, into pretty boys. Nice. I know. That's, that's your type. Really pretty boy send in your application. Wait, but like we have one guy we agree we agree on. Bill Skarsgard. Bill Skarsgard. I love him because he looks like I love guys Ooh. with big creepy eyes. Oh, he does look like a bug. I, I know, him. I'm like staring to my soul. <laughs> I love it. Murder me. Just kidding. No. And he's just so good as it, the, uh, as Pennywise. Yeah, he's like super talented, but he's just like tall and weird. I don't know, I love it. He's yeah. my favorite. Song. I also like Rami Malek too. I think he's really hot. 
Ugh. He has like the big bug eyes. I yeah. love Ugh. bug eyes. I don't like his teeth. I, didn't even I know they made him worse for his. I didn't. I never saw the Queen movie. What Queen movie? He plays Freddie Mercury. I just. <gasps> oh, the band Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I love it's not Queen. Really, it's, it's literally not very good. Killer Queen was my number one Spotify rap song. I just don't like biographical movies. No, it wasn't that good to be honest. It was like. No. I'm just like I know this person's life. I don't want to see it acted out. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Survivors know at the end. Protect your ego and your manhood amid this sexual habitat, which seeks to drain your wallet and your soul, threatening to send you home with a severe case of blue balls, thirst, and starvation. <laughs> not to mention lost friends, George, Andrew, and Benjamin. <laughs> it does not list those names out. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me right now. George, <laughs> Andrew, and Benjamin. You know why, right? No. Your dollar bills. <laughs> I did not catch that. George Washington, Andrew Jackson, and Benjamin Franklin. Oh, oh, oh there's... I just need to sit back. There's, there's too much. There's it's too so much good. going no, on. No, you're right. He's so funny. It is kind of funny though, but it's like, but it's also equally bad, like really bad advice. Like, let's see how how can you get the most out of a stripper and assault them without getting in trouble or blue balls. I will say because we've talked about how his book proclaims to give you advice, but there's no like real advice. He's just like, watch out. Right. That's law number one is watch out. <laughs> It's so... Law number two, um, which we won't get into because I want to give it some time. Tease it. It's always plan your entrance and exit. Okay. That one gives more concrete advice that we can actually dissect. Um, But I think that's a great idea, though, because it's like, enter, you're coming at this time with this much money, and then leave when you're out of money. I mean, I think that could be, like, good advice for a customer. We know know that's not what he's going to say, though. Well, part of it is, and, like, I'm going to tease it. Part of it is, like, even... Making sure that you have like an Uber ride home or something like that because you don't oh. want to drive drunk and get a DUI, which yeah, we love. We love that's a, great. We, yeah, exactly. We love a responsible king. Um, but then there's also oh god, fucking, oh god. Uh, fucking Zolax, bro. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> but we won't read that for a while. We won't read that for a while because we're gonna. Next time we'll read from the stripper book. Yeah. Um, same guy, obviously. But we're going to have a lot of content this weekend. I know. Double well, the stories. We're doing, our next episode's going to be an interview. No, I thought we wanted to record tomorrow after this shit. I actually, I don't remember, but let's do that. Okay, so if we have fun <laughs> shit going on. Today, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, if not, good. we'll do our interview okay. episode next. Great. <sighs> All right. All right. All right, you guys. You know who I miss? Not the listeners. I missed you. I missed you. I'm happy you. you're here. I'm so happy to be here. I was like, I think about when I come and work as like a vacation, which it's not like I need to work. Like yeah. I need to like actually, but like I can't have too much fun at work. Like I need to. But it's, that's, we like our work. Like sometimes. That's the thing. It, we like our work and it's like. Sometimes it gets tough, but like yeah. it is. We're, I think we are lucky to do it. I think we are. I think, I think yeah. so too. I think it's like, I feel like I've grown a lot since I've started the job. Like even like in other ways professionally and I'm like loving this podcast I'm loving doing it 
I love, even though we have like 40 listeners right now, like weekly list, like well, we have more like, well, we listens. gained five listeners in one day. Love you guys. Also you. the Belgians keep listening. Love you guys. We love the Belgians. We just love you guys. We want to keep doing this. Um, so you should subscribe if you haven't rate um if you go to write us a review on apple Podcasts, or honestly would... just give us a five-star rating wherever you're it takes 0.5 seconds yeah just do it do it right now pause <laughs> we're okay, totally now you're back we're totally good cop bad cop right now we just like <laughs> fell into that and then, please, no no guys. stop this podcast like, right bitch. now play let's pause if you don't jade is gonna ban you over her fucking knee and make <laughs> you 185 you. times <laughs> Wait, when this comes out, we have to post that Pinocchio reference. Yes. I love it so much. It's I'm going to so make perfect. a little thing. It'll be really cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, CR Secrets Pod. Club. Email us. Another club. Another club. Club? Another TikTok sound. What you talking about? Club. No sleep. Another club. I don't know. Oh, my God. I'm not sure. All right. We love and we miss you. Bye. Bye.